listen to Death and All the Rest. I'm Lizzie Salwin. And I'm Zoe Inglefield. Hello and welcome to part two of A Rose Between Two Thorns. For those of you that missed last week's episode, which was part one of Sinead's story, make sure you pause here and go back and listen to that episode first. For those of you that are all caught up, we're going to pick up right where we left off. Yeah. So, but then, Sinead, back to, like, okay, so Dad's died. Mm. Your um, mum's organised Mum's organised it. Mm. But, but then she, what, five months later? Yeah. So she, she was died. So she yeah. was still in hospital doing her treatment, like, all through the funeral and everything. Yeah, so luckily, yeah, she had come out around that time as well, got, like, in and out, not permanently in. So she mm-hmm. would have a couple of days at home, then go back in. Um, and then I kind of, I kind of wonder if this even added to her death, but it was quite stressful for a couple of months after Dad died because they lost the house mm-hmm. that oh, I lived like financial I grew up in. stress. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. lost the house. We lost our beach house. So oh my, my mum and I are clearing out our family home of my whole life worth of stuff in there. Yeah. Her whole life worth of stuff. His stuff. And, and by lost, you mean like you had to sell it? it had to be sold because yeah. the bank oh. was yeah. like foreclosing yeah. on them sort of thing yeah Shit. so they had to be sold our beach house we had to go to the coromandel and clear out our entire yeah. beach house just her and i and she is just like Sick. she's going through chemo yeah she, yeah and that exhausted her but we did it together um because she had never been given like at like a terminal diagnosis no. right they was just like you you're got through her cancer yeah, yeah. okay yeah so yeah, with well, a couple of months, that took us a couple, oh, not a couple of months, like a, a few weeks of... Time like, is weird, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. very blurry. Yeah. yeah, when you think back to it. Um, but there was a lot of time of us just clearing out the houses and, and sorting yeah. his stuff and our stuff and trying to find storage somewhere for the stuff we wanted to keep. Yeah. yeah. So your mum sorted out, yeah, so you said your mum sorted out with the funeral, but then suddenly she had died. Mm. Did you have to sort all that? Like what? Yeah, so then when my mum died, that was... I felt really alone there. Like I had, yeah. I had my aunties and uncles and whatnot, but everything fell on me. Like the bills fell on me, yeah. and the complete organizing of the funeral was up to me. And I just had no idea. Why would yeah. you? Yeah, it was. I was completely. But like you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, completely no idea. So when she had died in hospital, obviously it's a different scenario. Like you don't mm. need to get like signed mm. off by a doctor or anything like that. They they know what's happened and yeah. someone there signs a death certificate. And then did you then have to be like, okay, well, I'm going to choose the funeral home. and Yeah, it was you, all up to me. Did you just use the same one that your dad? No, I chose another one because I know that he went to one that she made a comment she was that it? was favourite. Yeah. And her favourite was another. So right. I chose favorite. the one that's <laughs> yeah. my one I want to use. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I chose that one. Um, and just even down to... Yeah, the casket and and I fuck that shit. It's so hard to pick that. Did stuff. you know all the questions that Zoe mentioned last week, like your mum? Oh wait, your mum's grandma's sister's middle name and all that shit. Did you get asked all that? Honestly, I'm trying to think back to it, and it just seems like an absolute blur. Yeah, but her mum, uh, Shanae's mum, had siblings alive, so a lot of that stuff they would have been able to. You would have been oh. able to get the answers. Yeah, to those questions, I remember probably. actually. Yeah, now that I think about it, I remember meeting at my uncle's house with the celebrant. Celebrant. Yeah. Yeah, and and we kind of went. I went through that with him, with my uncle and my auntie, and they kind of filled in the dots that I didn't oh, know yeah. of her childhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, which would have been so helpful. Yeah. So helpful. It just. You just I and I had no idea of of, of money and things stacking up and yeah, like I didn't realize her funeral came to 
ten thousand dollars and yeah. I got the bill and I thought, Oh my god, I didn't I but didn't what, want that to happen no. and how am I gonna pay that? And yeah. then Did you get the wins? Yeah, so yeah. I got the help with that. But then as her bill came in, then I got a phone call from my dad's oh my funeral God. home telling me that my mum hadn't paid his and oh. his was also ten K and I needed I had seven days to pay this. So I, I owed twenty thousand dollars To the funeral ha- homes. Yeah, to the funeral homes and I was just I just fucking broke down. I was like, How am I supposed to do this? Yeah. That I is- have no idea and I'm trying to get through my grief and I yeah. oh, it was it was an awful time. Yeah. And so how did wow. what happened in the end? So I, I went down to Wins with my auntie and she helped me get that the funeral cover yeah. to do that and yeah. then my auntie helped me pay off my dad's yeah because it was just it was so much for me how were you like, meant to do it you couldn't I, yeah I mean it was just me I yeah, yeah oh, it was it was a low time did you feel a bit angry like you know you don't, you don't want to be angry at the dead people but yeah. did you feel a bit I of did re- I felt really unsupported to be honest yeah with the, you know like with family and friends I felt like I wasn't getting help from who I thought I would get help from. Interesting, eh? Yeah. It kind of shows you when things like this happen in your life, who's actually there for you. Yeah. And that was a huge thing for me. Who I thought would take me under their wing and and support me were not there for me at all. Wow. And It's actually, I know for me, one of the worst parts. Like, just, you know, it's the expectation that, you know, specific people were there and they're not I found that probably one of the hardest things about the whole death thing mm. just realising fuck I actually am alone yeah. yeah like it's a very lonely lonely time especially the first year yeah and it is like like one of the whole purposes of this podcast is to talk about it because people feel awkward mm. they don't know what to say they no. don't know what the appropriate thing to say is and, and stuff and I think sometimes instead of just risking saying something maybe insensitive or or being worried, people just keep their distance, which also I find cannot quite be helpful. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's human nature. And yeah. it's just people help. will literally see you on the street and walk across the road because they don't want to confront you about what's happened to you. And yeah. I just think... It is so lame. Like, yeah. yeah. You've got to put yourself out there sometime. Like, it's not all about you. No. Like, no. You, it's about the person that you... Is going through this. And I it's perfectly know. acceptable to say, like, I'm so sorry, I really don't know what to say. Exactly. That's, that's what you need that's, to that's, say. That I'd I'd rather someone say that. How than, are you? Yeah, 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 exactly. And for you to be like, well, actually, I'm really shit at the moment. Like, I'm now an orphan. Yeah, I've got all this responsibility, and feel like I'm all alone. And I remember, yeah. like, after your dad died, we mm. once had a conversation. You said like some like rando friend of his came out of the woodwork and was trying to like hit you up, saying, "Oh, your dad owed me money and all that sort of shit." Yeah, oh my exactly. God. So then you get the people that think. Oh, let's get I'll Sinead fucking take now. her for she's a ride. Just, yeah, I'll get her now. <gasps> she's just young and stupid, and she's alone, kind of thing. And trying to take, take say that advantage my dad, of you. Yeah, owed thousands, and there was no proof of it at all. And did anything come of that? Because he 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 like made like held up sort of the distributions, right? Like he yeah, like it was it was quite full on. Um, and my auntie stepped in, and she took that on because he was also going again with going for the business that my dad had, which yeah. now belongs to my auntie. So right. she was also, she stepped up and she sorted the bulk of that out for me. Yeah. Um, and they came to an arrangement, um, which was, I can't remember what it was, but it was fair. But um, they did pay him out? Not what, not everything that he wanted. No, but something. Part, yeah. Which, considering Fuck he had no fucking paperwork, mm. is like bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So just trying to deal with processing the loss of, my whole family with mm-hmm. this kind of stuff as well it was just like and I'm sure you didn't have sort of the luxury like I, I know I did maybe you Zoe of not having the financial burden you yeah. would have had to work 
Did you? I, and I did, yeah. yeah. And I had to go to work and I had to turn up to work because it, now it's just me. Like, yeah. I've got no fallback. Yeah. If I don't have an income, where am I going to go and live? Yeah. You can come you and know? live here in yeah. our beautiful <laughs> yeah, podcasting studio. And I've, and I've often thought this because, like, I mean, I, I don't want to say how many, but I am a couple of years older than Shanae and mm. I've always felt very <laughs> protective over you in a very yes, older sister kind of way. Yes. And, and so, you know, like, I do want you to know that if you ever get freaked out or think like fuck or you know you fall on hard times or you have a shitty job and you're miserable and you want to get out or mm. you move in with a boyfriend and he's a piece of shit oh, God. you can always come here and I will always look after you, oh, thank you. <laughs> Love you. and it's friends like that that sometimes you might not expect of mm. that can make you feel a lot more sort of supported mm. and realistically the first I mean this is only the third year for you third mm. or fourth year yeah third year and not much for you in yeah. the scheme of things it's not much time at all so um, I mean, you are lucky in that, like, you're a very beautiful person that people generally gravitate likeable. towards you. You're very yeah. likable. And, you know, like, you do have, I can tell just from your social media alone, like, you have got, like, a really great core group of mm. girlfriends that, yeah. you know, like... And hands down, that beats anything. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. my friends family, yeah. my whole yeah. life. I yeah. just, they are absolutely my family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. through and through. That's so cool. Because yeah. some people, you hear of people, they don't really have friends. They don't really... Have that, anyone to talk to? Oh, mm-hmm. And my friends. Boyfriend drainers. That's what you got to watch out for, you know? When people get all into the boyfriend and fuck off the oh. girlfriends, then you break up with the boyfriend and you got no mates left. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's like number one. See, I'm the opposite. Like, I'll meet someone and then they might be, I want to see my girlfriends more, and then they get shitty and then... Oh, because you're not spending all your time with them. Yeah, yeah you got to start but as I, you mean to go on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Say that again. you got to start as you mean to go on. Oh. Yeah. Which is giving them one night a week if they're That's lucky. That's advice oh. from my mum, you know. Yes. Like, mums are always right. Mums are yeah. always, always right. right. Yeah, always yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So mm. and, and so we're going to have to, like, digress a little bit into mm. um, talking about the whole dating and all that sort of stuff. Yes. So <laughs> you obviously did do quite a well-known dating TV show. Yes. Do you think the death of your parents encouraged you to do it or like do you think sort of you're like well Mm. fuck like literally the worst things in the world can happen to me like what worse could happen I'm just gonna go on the show yeah honestly that was it for me if you had have asked me this if I would have gone on the bachelor when my parents were alive oh yeah even you knew me back then there's no fucking way I would ever have done that no um but I kind of just thought like what could be worse than losing your parents Nothing. nothing nothing absolutely nothing could ever top that heartbreak and I've been through the absolute worst with that and I got out the other side and I just thought no matter what happens on the show I know that I can get through it you've yeah. got nothing to lose I've got nothing to lose yeah and and actually like my friends because they're very protective of me now yeah um they were really apprehensive for me to do it because they thought you know like is this going to be the thing that tips her over the edge yeah, yeah. I can see why they might yeah. have that. yeah absolutely but I honest I know myself and I knew that it just couldn't get any worse than what it's been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you sort of had that mental preparation in a way, I suppose. Like yeah. a lot of girls might not have. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Resilience to yeah. like go through, well, maybe traumatic things or or things that you weren't expected or hard things. And and yeah. I think probably for maybe a lot of the girls that that haven't experienced like the level of grief that you have, mm. that this sort of that they might have taken the whole experience a lot harder than what you did. I think maybe you took it in your stride a bit more because I you're think, like yeah. You're I a bit more me, sort of emotionally in touch with your own feelings. Is emotionally that sort intelligent. Of, yeah, totally. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But I think also a con to everything now is I am, I find it so hard to 
let my guard down and like right yeah are you worried that they'll die and you'll get hurt again yeah letting somebody in is not as easy as it used to be because you have to go through that process of losing someone yeah yeah my brain is automatically like don't let anyone in that is not going to be there for the long haul because you don't want to go through any form of loss i found i had that big problem and i spend a lot of time and money on therapy cognitive behavioral therapy which is sort of meant to change the way you view things with your own eyes so mm. like, like your perception of yes yeah and trying to i guess taking the positive out of the bad or realizing stuff you're sort of um because you might find you what's that what's that thing called where you over not dramatize overanalyze yeah there's that but automatically think of the worst possible scenario oh yeah yeah that's yeah. what i do yeah yeah and uh, that really catastrophize that's yeah that really helped me with with that so you know, it's definitely something, and for you, to think about. Mm. Do, have you done any through for No, but yeah. I, it's funny, like, doing the show, actually, and, and dating after my parents died, I definitely, like, you could see on the show, Moses the whole time was like, Sinead's not opening up. Yeah, and yeah. I was yeah. Like, fuck, watching it back, I was like, damn, I just... Was that weird watching it back? Yeah, and, and it made see me it? see it. I was yeah. like, whoa, I just can't. Like, yeah. I'm never going to let anyone in unless I kind of work <laughs> it's, on myself. It's a very difficult situation to open up, though, when mm. you know that it's not like a one-on-one scenario like and they're just exactly. it's not like married at first sight you know where it's like they've paired you two together You're married they, yeah. they think they think they see a connection or they don't and they want it to explode for entertainment purposes but mm. you know in that scenario it's like you only want to give so much while you know this person you're seeing is giving a little bit a piece to everybody else as well. Yeah. yeah. And, it's and like, that you was don't just wanna... like the cherry on top as well as yeah. me already naturally being quite closed off. And that was just like... You think like, I'm not going to dive into this head first exactly. when I know... If he chooses me, then I'll start to like melt the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. And you know... But I think you made a really good effort of actually fucking bringing down those walls like... Yeah, and that was hard. Like, But yeah. I actually, I physically had to try yeah. and like push to like open up yeah yeah it wasn't easy and I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason and mm-hmm. maybe sort of this experience being on the show was sort of maybe to help you come to that realization that yes you don't let your guard down and maybe it's something for your own sake mm. you want to work work on and Absolutely. to help you in future yeah. sort of relationships because I think and you'll find it's probably not just relationships you might find that in your working career as well or like friendships mm. you're sort of not giving hundred percent of yourself or yeah yeah. and also it does help you to sort of like having been on the show does sort of make you realize that you can survive it because i mean realistically that that was sort of your first big breakup since your parents died was it not or well yeah or you kind of had like seen people here and there but nothing nothing super serious i just had been kind of floating since my parents yeah i I took time alone yeah was it like a breakup um or did you or not feel feelings? that like no, 100% committed? I think because I because... kept myself removed, mm-hmm. hardly yeah. removed. Um, I definitely like I was getting feelings for him, and we definitely had chemistry. And yeah. Yeah. Was, oh, you definitely was did. Totally it was real. Yeah. 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 But I kept thinking, and and also Moses kept saying, "This isn't like we're not whoever wins isn't going to be, you know, we're not going to be like together straight away after the show. We're going to like." When whoever wins will be the person that I get coffee with, and then yeah. we kind of chat and see if we actually could vibe up. Yeah, yeah. So I always had that in my mind yeah. that he's not. It's not like the American Bachelor where he's literally going to pull out a ring and yes, get, get no. engaged. Thank God. It's that the Kiwi way, just like we're just going to chill out. You know? I mean, yeah. it's so funny because like I am a, pr- a pretty big fan you of the whole yeah. Bachelor franchise, and I will state from day one, the second you told me that you had applied, I was like, 
if you don't fucking do it, I'll never speak to you again. I know. You that's the reason why I went on this show. I, 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 I peer pressured her Zoe. so bad because <laughs> I was like, imagine. I just, I knew, I knew that like you just had it in you to like do really well. And obviously you did do really well. Yeah. And I'm so, I was like so excited and got all my friends into watching it. I was yeah. so proud of you the whole time. And I've got full proof that she's just as beautiful in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the cameras. No. Like, I'll yeah. give you 10 bucks later. <laughs> 50. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, you, you kind of have kept yourself quite guarded since then. Like mm. you had like a, a big relationship when you were a teenager mm. and, you, you know, had broken up before your parents had got sick and stuff yeah. like that. And since then, you hadn't really opened up seriously to anyone. No. I don't blame you. No. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Ask us. I mean, have you, you, you've had big breakups since your mum died. Yeah, a couple. But my first relationship was, I was with someone for six years. Yeah. And, um... I sort of, I mean, it was coming to an end. We'd met at 16 and I was now 21, but I sort of had to make the decision then and there that, well, within a week, like, mum's my priority now. Like, mm, it's got to go. Yeah. So that was it. And, yeah. like, how do you guys feel about, you know, now when you meet someone potentially and, like, you So always married, by the way. I'm married. So she's, so yeah. I'm married with the children and I, Thomas, Thomas and I started dating just before dad died. Mm. He literally met... Uh, we started dating when I was 24 and he met my dad in hospital like a few weeks before he died. Wow, really? Yeah, wow. and then obviously he was always around with my mum. So I've never experienced a breakup post losing my parents. Mm. But say, how do you feel now oh. knowing that whenever you, like the next person that you meet or, you know, that potentially your future husband or the father of your children is most likely, unless it's someone from your past, it's someone that's not going to have met your parents. That was a huge thing for me when I first lost my parents. I just kept, I would be so upset about that, thinking like, whoever I end up with will never experience my dad's jokes yeah. or like see how beautiful my mum was. And like, mm-hmm. it just used to kill me inside. Yeah. And I would just think there's just no point me even being with anyone because yeah. the fact that oh. they can't meet them is just... Oh, no. Because no. yeah. you, you are them. You're half of each of them. Yeah. And, and I was so proud of them. Like, yeah. they were just the best, you know? Like, my dad was so funny and my mum was so kind. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, the most amazing people to meet, you know? Yeah. And it's just, again, like, that and, word waste. It's just such a waste that... Yeah. And do you think, like you know, a guy who I met would be lucky to have them as their in-laws. Oh, totally. totally. Like, yeah. some of the horror stories you hear now of, like, people really hating their in-laws or <laughs> yeah. your parents being dits to them, like, it sounds awful. Like, my mum would be the coolest in-law too, mm. and so is my dad. It's just not fucking fair, basically, is it? Fair. Same with no. me. <laughs> and, and, and I have to say, like, you know, it, it especially in your case, Sinead, mm. you really need to make sure that whoever you marry, you fucking like his parents. Yeah. I, I am <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, I'm so lucky that like yeah, my you're... my in-laws are absolutely amazing. My yeah. mother-in-law especially is so unreal. Like I I couldn't have done half of the things that I've, you know, she helped me so much when mum was sick. She helped me so much when mum died. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, she had she had what my daughter last night for a sleepover. She's so hands-on, so willing to help, mm. so non-judgmental. Ju- yeah, because they will enough. become, like, they are my family. And your family. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I truly feel like I, I don't necessarily think I was born into the family that I was meant to have, but I definitely have married into the family that I yeah. was supposed to have. Yeah, and it's nice that you can yeah. say that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I feel a lot stronger of a bond to my in-laws than I do to mm. a lot of sort of and my blood amazing. relatives. And, you know, I'm... Yeah. I'm forever grateful for that mm. blood is not thicker than water absolutely not no because yeah I, I have that mentality too like I don't see you know whoever I marry that's his family and I have my family like we are one family yeah yeah, yeah for sure there's no choice now is there yeah exactly mm. so have you been dating anyone then? <laughs> <laughs>
Um, no, I've just been chilling out by myself. Oh. Are you on any of the apps? No, surely, I don't like the apps. I'm not but surely, like, have you had, like, a bunch of randoms, like, sliding, sliding into the DMs? DMs? Yeah, snap. Uh, I don't know. Not really. Maybe I should have a little, have a look through. Sometimes Do the you DMs not check get a your, like, DMs? Oh, my God. I don't look at photos of who's sending them. I just read the messages. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is me, though. I don't go actively looking for anything. I'm no, not, but I'm I bet if it's like, coming into you know, your, like, okay. inbox. Because, I mean, yeah. as someone who's been married now for what feels like 25 years, um, <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is when Lizzie will let me go on, oh, her, yeah. on her Tinder or a Bumble oh. on her behalf and be like, this is who I can see you with. So, if you... I find the apps hard because I feel like I... I mean, yeah, looks to play a part for me, but I find it really hard to pick somebody by the way they oh, look. Same. I'm all oh, about personality and how body language, body yeah. language, how we vibe. Yep. That's like, like there could be someone that is so fucking ugly. Yeah. And I will talk to them, and then all of a sudden you're and like, I'm hmm. like, oh, I'm in love. Yeah. yeah. And like guys I've seen in the past, my friends are like, Shanae, man, like that guy is fucking ugly. And oh, I'm that's like, me. I know. Friends, and but... I look at them, and I'll look at them, and I'll be like, yeah, I can see what you mean, but like. I'm so in love with this person. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? And that's what it's all about. And, and you know what? Like, I, for, in terms of the apps, I had met Thomas and we were together before Tinder was was even a thing. We'd ne- I'd never even heard Shit, of it. Shit, that old. Yeah, Jesus, that's how huh? long it's no. been. But, like, honestly, if we had swiped across each other on Tinder... I probably wouldn't have swiped no, yes because yeah. the photo would have been a great big a fish. Like a big, <laughs> it, no shit, it would have been a big photo of a snapper and I just would have yeah. been like, no thanks. Exactly. When actually it's like, well, you and it know. would have been like 15 years old. Like yeah, the photo. And, and you know, fishing is like, if you can't see, but there's a giant snapper on the wall that of would have the, been the snapper studio. That, that would have been yeah. the photo. That's yeah. the photo of the snapper and I'll, I'll post a picture of his giant snapper to the Instagram for anyone that wants to see the fucking ugliest fish <laughs> that is stuck on my when wall I stay as though it's like a piece of decor yeah my dad had two of those in our beach house did he feel any better yeah so what have you done like well the house got did sold all of this stuff no no but oh. stuff like yeah, dad so, stuff oh, mum stuff and that yeah that's the other thing that i'm like at this point in my life i'm still renting yeah mm-hmm. but i just feel this like absolute urge to buy and i'm in a position to buy which yeah. is like i'm lucky to be there but i just feel like this this urge to buy so that I can have all of the stuff that I have yeah. scattered between friends' houses and my auntie's Hell, house. I have just, your own space. Yeah, yeah. and I want to have all of this stuff with me where I can have it. But oh. at the moment, I just feel like my life's a bit scattered. I've got things here and there and everywhere, and I'm living in another place. And yeah. I just, mm. I don't like that. I want to just have it all in one. In so one is it just people are just storing stuff for you at the moment? Yeah, people have been really nice letting me store things. That's something to look forward to, though, like having your own sort of place you've worked towards and being surrounded by mum and dad stuff. Yeah. Like, that yeah. would be so I know that, nice. and I can feel the feeling that I'm going to feel when I get to that You'll walk point. into the yeah. house and you'll be you'll like, oh, not. my parents are here. Yes, and yeah. just completely content. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm content to a, to a point in, in my life right now. But I, yeah, it's, I know it's not the ultimate. Yeah. yeah. But you can never underestimate the feeling of being content, can you? No. Like, yeah, it, just to feel like... Like, I'm feeling good and I'm happy where I'm at the moment. Mm. Yeah. It's so hard to get to. But, and, yeah, it takes you a lot of work to get to a place of feeling that oh, way. And it's yeah. like, you have, only you can create it. Absolutely. Nobody else. Yeah. yeah. And how do you reckon your life has changed, like, since the show's come out? Do you reckon it's changed heaps? Like, um, I can see, like, you guys are going to, like, way more, like, events and mm. stuff like that. And obviously, like, the girlfriends that you made yeah. is probably, like, amazing. the number one best yeah. thing about the show, right? I'm actually quite oblivious to 
the, the following like um, obviously yeah. on my instagram i said and i and i honestly love it so much because people are so beautiful I, i've had one one nasty comment <gasps> this entire time oh my god one. and what did they but say I feel like smash tell, tell me yeah. who they are go i don't know who up. it was but um he said you deserve everything that's ever happened to you you <gasps> arrogant bitch or something <gasps> i know oh oh my god i said read right now oh I know. and i and what did i do i did nothing no, and, they and want to react that one. They fucked up themselves. Exactly. Like, so I, just I mean, that's that's that. the definition of a troll. Like, I'm just gonna do something that's like the most hurtful thing, uh, just yeah. for the sake of. And then it just makes. Did you even respond, or were no, you just I like just left it, like block? Who would who would go? You know, people like writing things like that can actually be responsible for someone taking their own Absolutely. life. Oh yeah, like, yeah. How dare you even do that? It yeah, especially so if you were like a very vulnerable person to have those kind of messages. Exactly. Like, have do you know if have any of the other girls got like mean messages? Yeah, I think some of the girls have have got a few. Um, Jeez. Yeah, and it hasn't been very nice, and it's been it's been really shit to watch because, like, especially before the show actually started and people couldn't see who they were as people yeah. and they were judging on that one photo mm. that got posted first yeah yeah and I just felt so frustrated because I thought the minute people get to know these girls then they will see that they're actually a fucking idiot for yeah. writing what they wrote I yeah. yeah and did you did you without diving into, mm. into it too much did you mostly think it was an accurate portrayal mm. of people's personalities on the show yeah funnily enough yeah like there wasn't anything that I saw that wasn't who we were as people. I, I mean, think a couple of comments, like, out of context, you know, yeah. like, not giving the backstory as to why we would have said something. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But it, it sounds like, like, it did seem like a very cool bunch of girls. And you oh, can tell awesome. yeah. the relationships you made on the show and even, you know, now on social media, it's mm. very genuine. Oh. Like, there'll be friends for life. You can't experience something like that. Like, it's like an unspoken understanding. Oh, You'll always, I know. It's yeah. like almost like when you go to school camp or you go to camp or something and you just, like... Make such yes. hard and fast friends yeah. with people. And, and like, like, don't like, to yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no point. And what I kept saying the whole way through is like, I just don't see this as a competition because it's not about, you can't win in, in winning, in a winning form. Like yeah. if you are, if you have like a deep connection with him mm. and he has it with you, then that's just meant to be. Mm. Like you can't win and compete. You have to just be yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. One thing I am really curious about with the concept of the whole show is before you guys actually get cast to be mm. on the show, do you think they're just casting you guys on your personality or how much are they thinking, oh, this could be a good fit for Moses? I think that's what they were doing. Because um, they cast him first, right, and then they pick the girls? Yeah, so oh. I think they were looking for, they, they cast him and then they cast the girls that were sort of met the, his requirements as such, right. you know? Um, so he would, oh, he must give out like a... Not like, like a checklist, but kind of. Kind of, like, yeah. yeah. Like, these yeah. are the kinds of girls I'm into. And then they obviously have to ask you, like, you know, like, what's your personality type? What type do you normally yeah, go What's the process like? Does anyone know? That? Like, Well, Sinead knows. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, have you talked about this before? So, like, no. you, you, do an, you did an application, right? Mm. Yeah, so you do an application. But and you actually, one. you applied to, to be The Bachelorette, right? Yeah. Is that did right? you? Yeah. Oh. So, but all of us did. So all oh. of us had done the application for The Bachelorette. Yeah. Is that a video or a written or what? Just a little, like, form online. Oh. And then they'll get back to you and then you get through the short list or you get through, you know, all those lists and then they'll be like, oh, you didn't make it to Bachelorette, but we would love for you to be on The Bachelor. Oh. So that was their way of casting for both. So right. starting off with anyone who wanted to be The Bachelorette would be, yeah. yeah. Um, and so for The Bachelorette casting, you do a little Skype video and mm -hmm. just kind of talk about yourself. Yeah. Um, 
And that was when I was very much, do you remember, I was just really, I was on the You fence. were like, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, you have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. And you were like, just go and do it. And yeah. I did it, but I didn't do it fully. I was just like, mm, yeah, answered the questions because I was just thinking I shouldn't be, this is not for me, yeah. you know? Mm. Um, and then they kept coming back. I was like, oh my God, they keep coming back and saying And I they wouldn't take no for an answer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they called me and offered it to me. And wow. I said, um, I said, I just don't think that The Bachelor is really my thing. Yeah, I think yeah. I would have maybe done better on The Bachelorette, but I just think competing for a man might not be my sure. thing. So yeah. And it's, it, it mm. is sort of a, a weird scenario to yeah. find yourself in. Yeah. That's why I am such a pro believer in Bachelor in Paradise, and I wish New oh. Zealand would do that because it's, it's way more of a level playing field. Mm. It's, like, it's sort of like in the same way Love Island. It's like there's all these single people – that, and, and I guess that's kind of how your reunion party was. It mm. was like all the single people from... Yeah, that, but was everyone fun, was... It was a fun party too. But everyone yeah. was coupled up. So many of the bachelor or the girls from your season had found boyfriends sort of in that interim. And yeah. the girls that did find boyfriends before, like while the show was airing, they had to be like really stealth about it. I know. They weren't allowed out in public with their boyfriends. Like, wow. Yeah. But wait, we did, so originally you said no. Yeah, yeah, so I said no, and they were like, I'm not going to let you say no. Think wow. about it over the weekend. Mm. Wow. And I just thought, oh, gosh. like You thought about your mum and dad? I wonder yeah. what they would have said. Did you think, like, fuck, I wonder what they would have said. I And I, I know that both of them would have just said, you've been single for so long. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, something needs to happen here. Like, girlfriend, you're hot property. Get out yeah, there. <laughs> you must get asked all the time, like, why are you single? I used to get that for a while, and it's like, I just say, well, no one fucking likes me. Like, exactly. what can you say? <laughs> or you can say, I don't like any of them no, but, as well. It's yeah, a two-way street. Like, why did you go on The Bachelor? I'm like, I'm the perfect person to go on The Fucking Bachelor. No one is dropping in my DMs. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> anyway, so you went on, and then that was mm. that. You were on. Were they like, you there turn up on this day? Yeah. And then I turned wow. up, and we all met, and there we go. The rest is history. And, the like, they history. obviously edit it in a way that it makes you seem like you're meeting everyone. Like, after you go and you say hello to Moses, you mm. go into the room, and you're meeting everyone for the first time. Mm. Did you know it was Moses? No. And you didn't know who he was? I like, didn't know. I didn't know who he was. Oh, no one did. That know. was right. Yeah. Yeah. I, we didn't know anything. The first time I saw him was what you saw on screen. Yeah. was me standing there. Yeah. In that red dress. And that do you get to keep dress? the dress? Yeah. No, we wouldn't get to keep any uh, dresses. I know. So of of the clothing, like they give you the the kind of the ball gowns to yeah, wear. Yeah. So everything else was mine. Yeah. Um, like day really? clothes. Oh wow. Yeah. That the short. Is it hard to choose? Like, oh, me and my auntie just had a field day shopping before. I, I bet. Yeah. I went and she do you have just, to spend your own money, or do they give you a budget? No, my own money. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and so the dresses, the cocktail dresses, were. Theirs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And were they, like, did you have to be really careful, like, not to show up in, like, a big branded t-shirt? We weren't allowed like, to wear any brands. Yeah, yeah. so you had to cover. So that's why all of our stuff was really plain. Like, yeah. I just had basic singlets and yeah. shorts. Yeah. That brand, B-A-S-S-I-K-E. Or do you mean actual basic? Like, just actual Oh, right. Basic. Like, like she wasn't, she couldn't show up with a big, like. Gotcha. Like a. Ending bing, like, whatever A wears. slogan t-shirt yeah. or something. Yeah, she wasn't no, going to show up in, like, a Coca-Cola promo yeah, t-shirt. I didn't even notice that. I always thought everyone was really well dressed. Obviously, that doesn't apply to the Solemia t-shirt that Moses wore in every oh, single yeah, episode. Oh, I know. Personal freaking promo there, eh? <laughs> True. And how much was his Crocs budget, I wonder? <laughs> oh. I know, the old Crocs. He's probably sponsored now. Who knows? Probably pushing for a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you had obviously, they, they made it seem like you hadn't met the girls before, but you guys had actually met prior to meeting Moses, like on, on the way yeah. up to so Russell, So we'd right? met, like, because we bust up together, yeah. so we'd met. And then obviously going into the cocktail party, we were kind of like, um, I'm Sinead, nice yeah. to meet you. That oh. was a bit weird. Cause yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
but we had yeah and it had only been the day before that we'd met so mm. yeah wow. so everyone still was like it's so fascinating well the rose ceremonies like legit like nerve-wracking yeah but it, they were and they were they were like every second day was a rose ceremony it's so it crazy because it makes it seem like it's every three days yeah eh? And so but, it was, it was honestly like that, just standing there and it would get so cold and they would have to retake scenes and you're just shivering on the plate. Oh, oh, it, it was just awful. Yeah. But might have just been me thinking this, but I remember the original Bachelor. It the seemed to like, one. yeah, go on for like, was it one episode per week on a Sunday or was it I don't, Yeah, I think they filmed for a lot longer than we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would change the whole, like, you barely still know this person yeah mm. like at the end of the day it was four weeks right from day one to the final rose yeah. ceremony which in in the big scheme yeah things. and and do you guys actually get to hang out with him off air like when there's when you're not no. on a date like you what you saw is what all we got with him yeah literally wow. everything you and saw like was how time. how sort of hard is it to build a genuine relationship with an audience like, cause, cause what you don't oh, yeah. see is like, there's, there's a cameraman, a sound person, there's I producers. Were they fun? There's like, huh? were they fun? Oh, like, did you get to know some them? Of, like, they yeah. were awesome. And yeah. like, obviously they would turn up every single day and they'd be just filming us all day. So we yeah. got really close with them too. You yeah. would. Yeah. But I mean, they were, they were on, you know, they had to be professional. So yeah. we couldn't, you know. Be, they couldn't like get in get on, on the jokes. No. Like, yeah, yeah. They kind of had to be really professional and they were, but. Yeah, really, really cool people. Yeah. And oh. so even when you guys weren't on a date and you're just hanging around the house all day, is there just literally like a camera crew just in case something crazy all goes day. down? Yeah. So if someone's on a date and we were in the house, the cameras would be on us all day because we would obviously have to film the content yeah. for them to flick back to. And so what, wow. like when you guys weren't on a date, what were you, were you, you allowed to just do? Yeah. Can you sit around and read a book or listen They'd to music? They'd film you though. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was like, Less than a quarter of what we actually filmed that got shown. Like, yeah, of I course. bet. I so bet. much. Like yeah. every day for a month. And we were a lot of us were gutted because some of the funniest things didn't get put. Yeah. I, yeah, it was really I don't want to compare, but like I don't know, I've been I remember being on Tiki Tours for like eight weeks and they begin to feel like your family. And then when you come back you have like big withdrawals. Did you get that? Oh, with the girls? Yeah, yeah. the girls. When I we came home, um and then I did I went to Queenstown with Negan and oh, yeah. out with Lou and Lana. When we were all back together, I just felt at home. Because I, I remember seeing that on your social media being like, who the fuck? Like, she's like, it's like reunion. I was like, are these your high school friends that have moved away? Because <laughs> like at this point, you like I didn't even know you were on the show. No, like, yeah. Like, yeah, so we just kind of said that we were uni friends, which we probably would have gotten a bit of trouble with production. But Right. So just to digress a little bit, I mean, meeting you, it's very clear that, you know, what you see is what you get and you're exactly who you are in real life and on the show, which I think is really, really cool. Um, and I think your parents would be really, really proud of you. Mm, I think it's cool. You. And mm. I do, you know, I do think it's interesting that it sort of seemed like a few of you girls that were on the show did have, have had lost like sort of quite yeah. significant family yeah. members. Like yeah. you, were sort of, you weren't the only one in there that was really like dealing with your own grief mm. in terms of like having lost a, a loved someone. one. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what, really made our relationships a little bit deeper is going yeah. is being able to share that with some of them yeah yeah, yeah. And, and doing this experience together yeah. yeah I always kind of describe it as sort of an unspoken understanding you mm. don't have to talk to too many people about what you've been through unless you and you kind of get each other if they yeah. have the same without exactly. having to delve yeah. into it you just sort of get it yeah. and that can make you closer without even Try it. It's like an unspoken know. thing. It's yeah. like the whole like you know orphans club. It's like an unspoken. Totally, thing. Mm. and it's just, uh, yeah, it, it it's one of those things like, 
you just don't know until yeah. I mean I don't even I've still got my lovely dad and I'm so very mm. very lucky mm. but they would just be so proud yeah. of you so mm. resilient and I think there's only good things to come do it you, has to be right yeah only good things to come exactly that's one yeah. positive thing do you think there's any sort of like major bucket list things now that you have yeah. that you sort of feel like knowing well, this was one of them yeah maybe. well obviously mm. but like knowing knowing now that like life is not always going to be as long as you think it is is there stuff that you I mean did you ever you never got to do your Europe trip yeah no I know I never got to do my Europe trip because I had booked and paid for that when my mum got diagnosed Mm -hmm. and so then I just I cancelled it yeah yeah um, because there's no fucking way I was going no with her that's sick um and now with COVID like yeah you kind of are in limbo you can't even do it when like I've mentioned recently when um the day before I went to Africa my auntie my sort of my second mum got diagnosed being terminal um, she wasn't meant to die that quick, but she died when I was in Africa, oh, and I yeah. couldn't get home. And I do regret it. Yeah. So you know, you've done by not going. You did the, right, the right thing. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. that time that I had with her, I mean, yes, she was vomiting and sick the Awful. whole time, but I was there with her the whole time, and I just that was quality time it that was. I will never get back. Did yeah. she really yeah. struggle with the treatment? Like, did it? Like, she she really? Oh, because my mum's naturally tiny anyway. Yeah, she's yeah. always been about forty five kgs. Oh my and god, she's just small. You she know? can yeah. have some of mine. Yeah, yeah. Some of yeah. Mine. yeah. <laughs> I know. I hated walking around next to her because I looked just ginormous. <laughs> You're not at all. <laughs> but um. Because she didn't have the weight on her to start with, mm, it yeah. just, it kind of got her even worse. Handy to know, but if fat does you well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better start fucking bulking yeah. more than I need to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and she, oh, she struggled so much. I, she was such a trooper. And, and one thing, like, the nurses just loved her so much because she, she never lost who she was. Like, yeah. even when yeah. she was at her absolute worst, she was so polite and yeah. so beautiful and... She would never call for help. She would, like, if she messed herself, she would clean it up herself and she Aww. wouldn't get anyone to help yeah. because it's not their job, you know? Aww. And yeah. I just, she was honestly, she's just absolutely my role model even now. It yeah. is true mm. that the best ones die early. Oh, no matter absolutely. what anyone yeah. says, it's fucking true. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's not fair. Yeah. Mm. And did you find, like, like, she obviously, I remember once seeing on your social media that you, she had, like, baskets of medication that she was supposed to be taking were you responsible for sort of making sure she was taking the right stuff or no she was pretty good at doing that herself she had those little pill organizers Mm -hmm. yeah she knew what she had to take yeah one thing that was important for her is she didn't she's like me she doesn't like to ask for help yeah um and she just wanted to do these things on her own yeah she didn't want to be a burden on me yeah yeah yeah, and you'll fun. always be the same too. It's just how you are. It's just Absolutely. your DNA. You're you're the same too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, well, how lucky we'd have you on the show. Thank yeah. you so much for your story, and mm. we really so appreciate. Sad. Yeah, we appreciate having you, and oh, you know, taking you. the time to talk to us. And again, you know, they'd be so proud of you, and what an amazing thing you've achieved. Yeah. I mean, who can say? Who can say they've done what you've done or been through? Mm. Yeah, and like yeah. as as hard as it is, like it, it's one of those things that losing a parent really it is fucking character. It's building. catastrophic. But yeah, it's absolutely, it, it yeah. is. And and you'll be far more resilient and far more prepared for like the rest that life has to throw at you. Mm. And I can't wait to hear what you yeah. get up to next. Yeah, and exciting. <laughs> far out. What's next? I know. I know. Nice. Anyway, it's exciting to see what the future holds for you, and I've no doubt it's going to be good. You deserve yeah. it. Alright. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so much. Me. It's been awesome. Okay. Bye. See you next time. And that's us for today. Thank you so much for listening to us waffle on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at death and all the rest. And if you have a question or you'd like to share your story, you can email us at daatrpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.
podcast was born out of a need to talk about our personal experiences with death. To be clear, we are not mental health professionals. We are simply sharing our stories. 